This is Tuesday, August 23rd. Have you ever struggled with a wandering mind when you pray? You just can't keep focused. What if a wandering mind is a gift? Here's what I mean. Usually when I come home from the office, my wife Sandy and I hang out and talk. She usually asks me how my day was and what happened, and I do the same with her. If you could listen to our conversation, we jump from topic to topic, from idea to idea. There's no agenda except to be together and to share our lives with each other. Now, we don't go into those conversations with a talking points or list of goals. These are times about connecting with each other after we've spent the day apart. Now, when I think about these conversations, they help keep us... They help keep and us to keep connected. They're life-giving, but they're not focused on any specific topic. They're wandering. So, what is prayer? Is it meant more to be like this than appearing before God with a list? What if the primary goal is to be connected with each other through the day? Isn't this what prayer is meant to be between us and God? This kind of constant contact? Here's our simple text for today. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Have you ever wondered what those words mean? Pray continually. Pray without ceasing. This isn't a command to spend our whole day on our knees. I think it's speaking to us about a way of life. It pushes us to consider how we might be able to keep fellowship and connection with God at all times, through the entire day. This is more than an end-of-the-day conversation that Sandy and I enjoy. This is a minute-by-minute awareness of the presence of God in, in your day and in your life. You come to realize that you don't have to wait until the world stops to commune with God. He's with you at all times. He is not only available always and present, He is engaged with you. You could say that God is always at hand, because He is. Years ago, I remember seeing the story of Abby and Brittany Hansel. They're twin sisters. Well, actually, they're Siamese twins. They are conjoined at the abdomen, and they've been the subject of a lot of media coverage through the years. They even appeared on Oprah and had a one-season reality show that dove into the way they share their life together. Amazingly today, they are public school teachers, and they're really amazingly gifted as teachers. Now, I share their story because they are as close as two human beings can get. They've shared every experience in life. They've never been separated. And seeing them, you discover they must learn to cooperate to do almost anything. Each one has just one arm and one leg. And so to walk or cook a meal or drive the car requires careful participation of both together. They must work together to do everything. And it's beautiful to see. You will see that they often complete each other's sentences. Now they serve as public school teachers, and as I mentioned, they do a terrific job. But even when we think about this 
amazing human closeness, and theirs is physical and emotional for sure, God planned for us to have an even greater closeness with Him. He made us for communion with Himself. Yet today, we feel this immense distance. There may be days when we wonder if God exists, or if He exists, whether we have fellowship with Him at all. But that's not the experience that the first two people had. They walked with God as I walk with my wife in the cool of the the evening. God's presence was with them. It is companionship that Jesus has restored uh, to us in his death. His purpose is to restore that communion with God that we've been missing since the beginning. This is how, as we learned yesterday, we come to call God our Father. And we come so freely to him in our prayers. So yes, in that sense, we can pray without ceasing. Everything we do can be part of our communion with God. He is always with us, and He is always for us. So the question I find myself asking is, why do we not benefit more from the Lord's engagement with us? Why do we not enjoy prayer? You see, I think it is as we come to see God's love and how God is drawn near to us in Christ that we see that our times of prayer are precious moments to communicate, to share life with God, the one who made us and loves us. Yes, in that sense, there are times, like the time I have with my wife for sure, and just as our conversations wander all over the place, it's wonderful when our minds wander, even as our minds wander, as we come to enjoy our time with God. Let's pray together. Father, forgive us for treating our prayers like a performance, like a formal conversation. We understand that you desire fellowship with us. You want us to come before you in laughter and in tears. Times of silence we know are welcome, as well as all of our questions too. Teach us how to enjoy you. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.